Hi, my beautiful people. This is Spill With Me, Jenny D. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so excited. I've been wanting to do this for so long. I'm giving you a real big hug right now. I don't know if you can feel it, but I'm giving you this big hug because I feel like everybody needs a hug or a, hey, you're doing great or you look nice or just compliment each other. I mean, see, I felt like I needed to start this because I've been running into so many people that just want to talk about their life experiences, the relationships or like any story they needed to share. This could be something magical or something they wanted to share, but they're afraid of what others would think, me included. Or if you're hurting inside or have a funny story about life lessons you'd like to talk about, I would love for you to reach out. This could be the worst or your best times. Listen, I have some good topics. We're going to have a lot of fun because I believe the best medicine is to talk about it because someone else is dealing with the same shit. Hi, my beautiful people. I have another episode of Spill With Me, Jenny D. And I put out there on social media that I was looking for some love stories. You know, tell me about your relationship and how you met. And with the time of the season, I feel like with February, sometimes Valentine's Day, but every day, we should really talk about how we fell in love. So I have this wonderful woman here, Stacy. Stacy is an icon in the Pittsburgh area in the South Hills. She also is down in... You work in town, too. Yep, I work at Hinesfield and PNC Park. Oh, Acrishore. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> And Harry's Pizza. And Harry's Pizza. So I'm sure you're going to recognize her voice. So Stacy's here to tell us about her love story. <laughs> okay, Stacy, start from the, from the very beginning. Tell us. So I got online because I lived in Peter's. Hard to meet people here like 16 years ago. I had a core group of friends that lived here a long time. So I got online to meet single men. How old were you, hon? I was 34. Okay. So I met a gentleman, professor. He takes me to Sewickley. Swickley from Peter's Township to Swickley. Well, I met him at, I never went to their house. I okay. never went to their house. I always met them somewhere. I met him at Swickley Cafe, I believe it's called. Okay. So this was on, you found him on like. I found this gentleman Match. on Match. Okay. We go, we sit down, we order. I kind of knew immediately this wasn't my cup of tea, but I was going to get a hey, free meal. A free meal. <laughs> That's what I always So do. I'm looking. <laughs> Server comes over. He goes, oh, let me order. Orders me Chardonnay and shrimp scampi. Uh, why would he order? Exactly. Me? He doesn't even know you. No. You'll like it. No, I don't like Chardonnay. I don't like seafood. That's awful. Yeah. Don't tell me what I like. I know what I like. But regardless, so after the meal, the very long meal, he oh. says... <laughs> hey, before we do anything else, can we stop at my house right around the corner? Did you, Wait, first of all, did you even eat the meal? No, I ate a couple of the noodles, but you could taste the shrimp. I uh, don't like seafood whatsoever. Me neither. No. I would hate it. That sounds like a little control right there. Oh, oh. Red flag. Yeah. Red flag <laughs> number one in the last. <laughs> so I'm thinking, oh, go back to his house. He says, yes, because I have to poop. What? And- <laughs> Who says that? He did. What did you say? I said, oh, you know what? I have a long drive home to Peters Township. I'm going to leave. Oh, my gosh. Why? Why? And he wonders why he's single. Well, he's actually not single anymore because 
He has two young children that I've waited on, he and his wife. You're kidding me. Does he remember you? I'm sure he does. Did you say, would you like some Chardonnay? (laughs) I just said, thank the Lord. So I gave it a couple weeks, and then eHarmony free weekend popped up in my email. Okay, so those were the sites that you were on. Those were the Match, eHarmony. Back in the day, there was a site called OkCupid. You never had the Tinder, the Bumble, you know. Oh, no. So I got on. I thought, you know, why why not? It's free. It's a 40-page questionnaire. 40? 40-page. I don't have time for that. No, but if you're looking... To meet some, I mean, they totally align you. Okay, so like with, your hobbies? Yes, everything. Okay. So all of a sudden, I get home from work, and TJ from the north side pops up. Uh-huh. Thinking, oh, this guy's cute. He's a <laughs> steam fitter from 449. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> Lives in the north side. It felt like it was a world away. Right. Which now I drive it. Five days a week from there to Harry. Wait, wait, wait. Get to the right story. I don't want to. Now everybody knows you ended up together. (laughs) (laughs) I showed up to his house, to our house, and I'd never done that before. I thought, you know what? This is it. If this date doesn't work out, and I showed up, and he was outside on the porch, had on a Steelers T-shirt, khaki shorts, and I got out of my car, and I said, I'm never leaving here. I'm going to marry this man. Oh, my God. You gave me the chills. Uh, you just knew. I knew. We went. Did went you have conversations bar. before Oh, yeah, this? for two weeks. Okay. Two weeks. We talked on the phone every single night, and he told me he lived in the north side. And, of course, I thought, oh, my God, he probably lives in this shack and this <laughs> surround. You know, what you hear about the north right, side? you don't know. We live in a beautiful neighborhood, have a beautiful home. So what did he think of you? Because here's the thing. When you were on talking on the phone and never met each other in person, mm-hmm. because now you can creep and, you know, mm-hmm. go through everything. And you couldn't st- back then. No. Mm-hmm. You get the whole life story. Mm-hmm. I mean, what was there? The yellow pages and the white yeah. pages? Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're t- in the pictures that I'm you the same age. Yeah. You know. That is so fascinating. Yeah. So when you got out of the car, was he having dinner for you? No. Um, he asked me what I like to drink. I said, oh, I like Malibu rum, coconut rum with Coke. Okay. Had a bottle there, and we just had one drink. And just before everyone says you should never go to a person's house on the first date, you shouldn't. Right. But I just thought, you know what? At you this point, him. yeah. Had one drink. We went to uh, a bar that's no longer there. It's called Perrysville Tavern. Okay. Town Tavern. And I... Like four hours later, he's like, "Do you just want to move?" <laughs> oh my gosh, Stacy! Four hours later, <laughs> I knew. I mean, you just felt like hard. Yeah, I knew. I had a Steeler game the next day, so I left. Got ready. I worked the game. I went home. I got my clothes, and then we married over a year later. Oh my gosh. Now, sometimes do you feel like this was your person to meet at that certain time? I feel like he was my person to meet all along. Yes. 
You know. I mean, you have such a wonderful life now, and you have so much in common. We do. We are po- personality-wise. We go out. We'll sit at a, the bar because we feel that family should take the tables. You know, we just always sat at the bar. It's only us two. I make friends with every single person oh, sitting yes, by you us. Do. Yes, you he do. He could just go and, you know, I've asked him before. I said, why don't you talk a lot? Right. He says, Stacy, you're the talker. When I have something to say, I'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like me. I'm the talker. Too. Yes. So now what are you guys up to? Now you have your... Tell them about your baby. Well, we have a baby. She's 11. She's a four and a half pound toy Pomeranian Libby. <laughs> you have to see some of the pictures. I'm going to have Stacy send me some pictures okay. of Libby because Libby dresses up very nice. She wears wigs, oh. outfits. I mean, she is definitely the princess. You know, he retired after being a steam fitter 33 years last January. And he golfed, and we went to Texas in the summer. But now he's going back uh, February 13th, just for about a three-month gig. Oh, really? They asked him to come. Yeah, because now he's getting bored. You know, it's cold. Right. And then it should be done. But, yeah, I mean, it's not perfect. I don't try to act like it's perfect. Right. You know, we never argue, but we... uh, we just fit very well together. Yes, you just know. So how many years has it been now? It will be 14 on May 22nd. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations. Thank you. So tell me about this wedding a little bit. I want to hear some scoopy scoop. Jimmy Ellis. Oh, really? Yeah, the Honorable Jimmy Ellis married us, and we went. What did you wear? I wore a dress from um, Banana Republic. You're kidding. No, just a... Was it white? Off-white. Off-white. It was off-white, just a strapless little... It was a party dress, you know. But for us, he wore a bowling shirt. People call it a bowling shirt. (laughs) And that, what's his name from two? Charlie. Yes, he wore a Charlie shirt. (laughs) And um, Dave, my boss from Harry's that passed last year, he got us into Lapiziola, into the wine bar. And he didn't tell us. He ran it out the back and had us a little reception. You're kidding. Oh, is that so It was so like 25 nice. of us. Oh, God bless. Yeah. So if anybody's hearing a love story like this, sometimes you do find that person. You do. That's why I tell people, don't give up. Right. You know, but people say, ah, uh, I'm not desperate. I'm not going on dating sites. Well, you're not desperate. I've right. never been desperate. You just, it's hard now. Everybody works. And when right. you're where are you going to go to meet somebody right. our age? You know, and people do have kids and, you know, they have lives. So right. going online, it doesn't mean you're desperate. You get to meet people. Right, people that you don't even know. I mean, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh is, I wouldn't say a big area, but they always say that, you know, a lot of people retire here. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of older adults here. But I believe there's a lot of young people here now with all the things that we have in the Pittsburgh area. And our sports teams are just, yeah. everybody loves the Steelers. Yeah. I mean, say it, Stace. Go Steelers, stairway to seven. <laughs> Steelers. <laughs> But so you, so you, I mean, if you would give advice to the young audience now about finding love, and a lot of them, I think, are not looking for the true love. They might mm-hmm. just see the, mm-hmm. the outside, the appearance part of it. You have to look past that. 
I went. I mean, my husband's very handsome, but I went out on dates with people, and they were beautiful, but we had no chemistry. You can. I believe you can tell as soon as you meet somebody. Right. That's my opinion. I went out on a lot of internet dates, but if they look good on the outside and they're a horrible person on the inside, that's going to come to the surface real quickly. Right. You need to find somebody that is just an all-around good person. Right. And it takes work. It's it not does. it's not something that, you know, in the dictionary says, you know, marriage is going to be easy and, you know, all you have no, to do not. is No, it's not. Mm-mm. But if you work together mm-hmm. and you have a partnership, mm-hmm. that's what I always tell my husband. We're partners. That's right. <laughs> I'm I'm the boss, but we're still partners. I know your husband, you are the boss. <laughs> You better believe it. But no, I'm so glad that you shared with us. Oh, yeah. I love you. I love you, too. This was wonderful. And Stacy needs to have her own blog because I'm telling you, right now she's like very love right now. But she has a lot to offer. Her stories and the things that she runs into in her everyday life is hilarious. So we'll be seeing her a lot more because I'm going to push her to start doing more of that. So thank you so much, Stacey. You're welcome. For being on Spill With Me, Jenny D. You're welcome. Welcome. Have a wonderful day. Love is in the air. That is. Take care. Hi again. It's me, Jenny D from Spill With Me, Jenny D podcast. I have another love story here. I have Lori. Lori, I met Lori. Actually, I never really met Lori. I'm meeting her now on FaceTime. But Kelly recommended that we talk about your love story. So Lori, tell us a little bit. I know you have a blog out there called Get a Room. But why is your love story different from somebody else's? So kind of give us a little background of how you met your husband. I met my husband, Bobby, uh, at a local restaurant bar on a Wednesday in September of 1981. He had just moved to town from Western New York to work as an afternoon drive DJ for the local radio station. And he was DJing Wednesdays at his at this place. So he was new in town. I didn't know who he was, but I knew that he was handsome. Hey, DJs are hot. <laughs> <laughs> they are hot. There's something about a DJ. Us, he was hot. <laughs> It's I'm also, I'm sorry. It's, it's also, Lori, it's also men that are in a band or women. You know, I mean, you just get that attraction when they're up there singing and you see that powerfulness. So I'm sure with him being a DJ, you were like, hey, hey, Mr. DJ, play something for me. <laughs> plays the electric guitar. <gasps> okay. I know. I know. So we went up to ask him to play a song just because I wanted to go up there and, you know, catch his eye, hopefully. Jenny, he did not give me the time of day. That's rude. I know. (laughs) You know what? But wait a minute, Lori. In some respects, sometimes I like the challenge, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. Definitely. He, he, I think he played the song. I'm not sure. But when we walked away, I looked at my cousin and I said to her, he's cute but weird. Because you know, I'm like, he didn't give me the time of day. He must be weird, right? Right. There's something wrong with him. <laughs> so the following Saturday, we went back to the same place, my cousin and I. And he was there, but he wasn't working. So I stalked him with... All night, like watching him all night. <laughs> hey, at least you can admit you stalked him. <laughs> I definitely did. I was watching them. I, I was 
the way he he talks when we talk about it now, he says he did had no clue I was doing that, and he said he was looking at me all night. Aww. Yeah, so I was watching him all night because Jenny, he was dancing with all of these women all <sighs> night long, and I'm saying to my cousin, "What is wrong with me?" Yeah, like, come on. And the way he tells the story is when I walked in the door, it was like a light shone around around me, and he Aww. thought it was the most beautiful thing ever. <laughs> and he said to his friend, just before the night's over, I'm going to dance with that woman. <laughs> and, you know, apparently we were surreptitiously looking at each other all night. Right. Right in the middle of a what's wrong with me rant to my cousin, and she's giving me the look, like, shut up look because he was right behind me and he tapped me on the shoulder to dance oh my gosh yeah do you remember the song Lori that you were dancing to I don't I don't remember Lori but I do know that we danced for a whole hour because it was 1 a.m. when he finally asked me to dance the heck was he waiting for yeah 1 (laughs) a.m. so we danced until it closed and it closed at 2 so he asked for my phone number, and I just floated out of that place because I thought, this is great. Right. My floating didn't last long because I was raised in a very traditional Italian home. Like, I had to sneak out to get my ears pierced because oh, I wasn't wow. my ears pierced. That's the kind of house I was raised in. So when my mom found out that I gave him my phone number because I had never dated anyone that my family didn't know. Oh, oh. She was, she was furious. So my cousin's trying to help me out and she's like, but he's a DJ on this particular radio station. My mom said in what has become an infamous line in my family, do you think rapists don't have jobs? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, so that's how it started. But now, of course, she loves him. I think she loves him more than me. He and my dad were best buddies. But um, that's how it started. And I've never let him live that down, let me tell you. We've shared a lot of laughs about it. Oh, yeah. Well, sometimes it's the place that you meet each other. And if you go back to that place or you remember a song, it takes you back to why you fell in love and how you fell in love. And so did you guys get married right away, or did you wait a while? No, we waited quite a while, actually. We didn't get married for seven more years. Oh, wow. I guess you really knew. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I tease him about that, too, and I say, because someone wasn't ready. It wasn't, and it wasn't me. Right, right. But now, I mean, because we were talking off the air, the listeners don't know this, but when I was talking to Lori about her blog, she was saying that a lot of people come up to you and wonder... The reason why it's called Get a Room is because you and your husband are very affectionate with each other in public. Is mm-hmm. that that's right, Laura? Okay. Yeah, you know, we don't really cross societal lines uh, or anything. We're pretty modest people. But somehow people sense that there's an intimacy with us, a, a uniqueness to our love, I think. And, you know, I... I can't tell you how many times that people have said, hey, get a room to us. Right. Oh, that's funny. 
it's become a, such a joke in our family and to the point where now friends because they know that everyone says it to us they say it even more to us all the time yeah but uh, you know when I think of get a room it's like people that are like making out and they're you know they're totally like all over each other touching each other so I'm like Lori what are you and Bob doing yeah no we, we don't do that it's just I think it's just because we're so close like we're usually touching in some way like holding hands or or when we sit you know our shoulders are touching our arms are touching and why do you think that is with your relationship well uh, well I tell you it's a 42 year old love story and I could talk about I could talk about all its dimensions there are so many I mean my heart literally still beats harder when he walks into the room mm-hmm. I love and that. it really does and you know he's known as he's a, he's a professional drag racer and he's known in the world as this competitive kind of, you know, hard-nosed drag who, racer. Who does he race for? Him? Pardon? Who does he race for? Well, he has had been sponsored by Chrysler Corporation for many, many years. Um, we don't have that sponsor now and are looking for sponsorship. But he... So he comes across as this, like, tough guy. I drive a yeah. fast car. Yeah, he's kind of bold, you know, and he's he thinks yelling is communicating. You know, he's one of those, <laughs> you know, he's, he's you know, he's, he's a bold, competitive guy. Mm. But when he looks at me, his whole face transforms. His, he's so gentle. His voice is gentle, and his face is sweet, and he just looks at me with such love in his eyes. And it's just a a wonderful, wonderful thing. And there's a lot lot of reasons for that love and but when I when I think about it, I think there's a few things that make a difference. One is that I think we have a PhD in one another. What do you mean by that? Well I think that we we study each other. We know each other. I know what his buttons are. I know what he cares about. I know what bothers him when he needs encouragement Mm -hmm. and vice versa. Right. It's true. Um, With relationships, you know, we say love stories, and they don't have to be... It could be friendships, too. It could just be a friendship where you know that person is your person who can I just talked to a woman a couple weeks ago how she said her best friend is that's her love story because if she didn't have her and you know they have so much in common they do everything together she said she doesn't know what she would do so that love and that connection and really getting to know each other that's something that takes work I've never it doesn't ever felt like work to me but it does require time you know spending time together and if that's work but it doesn't feel that way to me because he is my best friend and I really do love to spend time with him so like you said before too Lori that you made a point because I think you know I'm saying on my on my behalf of my relationship I stayed at home with the kids and I put my professional job on hold and so he was traveling but with your, what you told me off air is you made sure that you were at all his race card, what do you call it? <laughs> races. Races, yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. 
Yeah, well, I think another part of it, you know, is encouraging each other's dreams and being there for mm-hmm. each other oh, for yeah. those meaningful moments. You know, you've heard people say, we've grown apart. But that doesn't just happen. You know, what happens is that two lives, which were supposed to be one, kind of slowly took two paths. And what you talk about with, the, with having children, staying home with children and someone who travels, that is a tough thing to manage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for us, I mean, when Bobby, when we were in our second year of marriage, he landed an excellent paying job in the airline industry. And he drag raced as a hobby. But, you know, it wasn't his dream job, but he wanted something secure. Newly married, in his mind, he needed to do that. Right. But what happened is six months into that job, he and 5,000 other people were laid off from that job. Right. So you got to find something and you got to make it work for both of you. Yes. So, you know, I'll never forget that six-hour-long conversation that we had that lasted well into the night that many married couples have mm-hmm. when you're in a trial trying to decide what he was going to do. And, you know, he talked about that he, you know, what he wanted to be as a man and what he wanted to be as a husband and, and that this needed to be like a real career. Right. And so talking, you know, I, I felt so bad for him and, and didn't really know what to do. But as we talked... I said to him, well, why don't you race for a living? Do what you, know? you enjoy. I think a lot of people do put that on hold because they feel like, okay, now we're married. Somebody's got to take the load of the bills. And, you know, and he probably felt like a, he couldn't do his dream job. Well, that is what he felt like. And, you know, he started to say, well, I don't think you understand what a risk it is. You know, it's, it's a lot of money and there's no guarantee. A lot of people don't make it. And I said to him, we're just starting out. We don't have any kids yet. We don't even own anything. Let's just get a car. If it doesn't work out, we'll do something else. See, now that that's good advice, Lori. Because what you're saying is you, and from the get-go, made sure that you said, you know what, we're both going to be a priority. And if this is what your passion is, I want you to be happy too. And that's exactly what it was because I he was doing it as a hobby. But that was, I could tell that that was his true passion. That is who he was meant to be. Right. And, he, and I said, like I said, he was really good at it. Good. And so he did it and everything worked out, right? He sure did. And, you know, at this point I had a decision to make though, Jenny, because... I had a corporate job. I had my own ambition. I was more than 40 hours a week. I thought to myself, I am not going to be that person. I needed to be the person who was there for every all the things that were coming. Because I knew that in that kind of situation, there are really high highs and really low lows and a lot of feelings and emotions and things that happen. And I didn't want to be the person he had to come home to and tell. Are you talking about when he's um, drag racing? Right, when he's drag racing. Okay. I had to think about that and think, am I going to be the person he comes home and tells these things to, or am I going to be the person who's there Right. with him, helping to make the decisions and helping to make this happen? So I decided I was going to be there. 
of course, I made that decision not knowing how I was going to do it, but I made the decision. I know, but you took the leap. It really was. And we look back at it now and say, what were we thinking? How did we think we could even do that? Know how. Lori, it's love. And that's what, yeah. you, that's what you do yes. for loving. You're the expert here, not me. <laughs> <laughs> but when we think about how hard it how hard it is, and we were racing against millionaires, and we had nothing. But, it was it was wonderful. But see, but you know, no regrets, right? I'm sorry. No regrets. No regrets. You know, I just, I, I'm so excited that you shared your love story with me. And I, I was talking to Lori off air listeners and I said, her and I need to have another podcast, just talking about relationships in general and getting that spark back because I really like what you're doing with your blog, get a room. And if you ever want to listen to it, you know, make sure to listen to it. I think that we can do some good things if we can just kind of put something together here in the near future and talk about it. What do you think, Lori? I think it would be great. It's heygetaroom.net. Right. That's right. Hey, get a room. What was I saying? Get a room. <laughs> hey. Heygetaroom.net. <laughs> hey, get a room, will you? <laughs> I remember <laughs> exactly. everybody says that to each other, but I, you know, I love it. I love what you're doing. I appreciate your time today, and we would definitely uh, get something going in the near future. I would love to. And I, I love your show. I love how transparent you are and real. And I, I think that's what we need to do for each other is be transparent and real. I love it. Thank you so much. I love your love story. I'm thinking about now I'm thinking about that movie. What's that, Bobby? <laughs> With um, Will Ferrell. What's that called? Uh, I know which one you mean. Um, My brother loves that movie. I can't remember the name of it right now. Somebody will remember for us. They can just jot it down. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it was like Ricky Bobby or something. Yes, yes. Well, you have a wonderful day, and thank you so much for your time and being on Spill With Me, Jenny D. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, I received so many comments and stories, love stories for this episode that I wanted to do during Valentine's Day, and I thought maybe I'd share a little bit of my love story. And sometimes when you say love story, it's not really what it's all cracked up to be. I mean, come on, we're not I'm not Cinderella, although I that was my favorite fairy tale, so I wanted to be Cinderella. No, you just you meet people in different ways and if you fall in love you fall in love sometimes you grow into love with someone hi i have another love story to share with you today i have Corey, and Corey's going to tell us about how she met her love bug <laughs> do people say love bug anymore i don't know soulmate it just came out your guy <laughs> stand by your man <laughs> so we are going to talk about i mean it's so hard out there now nowadays to find that right person but with all the online dating and different things like that I mean tell us how you met your man so I started out online dating because I thought it looked very exciting and promising and I was on for a while and I did I think three different platforms by the time I was sick of the second platform I kind of took a like 
two-week hiatus, and then I thought, all right, well, I'm going to dive back in. And a friend suggested another platform that was a free one, and I was like, okay, I'll hop on there and see what's available. But they're not all free, right? Not all of them are free now. Okay, so you have to put a profile on and tell what your likes and your interests are. Is that how it goes? Yeah, and that that could be really intimidating at first because (laughs) lots of people write really horrible profiles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I can imagine. I would probably say I work out every day. I don't. <laughs> well, it's not just the um, gross exaggerations you see. Right. It's some people are just so I think tired of dating that you see stuff like I'm just an average guy just looking for a girl to take out to dinner, which like <laughs> call your mom. She'd probably love to go out to dinner. Right. Yeah. yeah. You should not be on this site. No. No. <laughs> so a lot of people look like they've given up. Yeah. Um, but you can really find some some interesting people on there, and I I did meet some really interesting men. Not all of them were for me, thank goodness, because that would be really tough to juggle. But when I ran across my husband, Matt's profile, um, we were not married at the time. Uh, when I ran across his profile, I read it through and I'm like, this sounds like an intelligent person who knows what he wants right. and has interests outside of his job, which is always ideal. Right. Um, and the last line in his profile said, by the way, it's a plus if you like museums, but not a requirement. And I read that and I was like... <laughs> I love museums. <laughs> um, I think this might be a good match. Oh, my so, gosh. Yeah. And okay. uh, so I reached out to him, and the subject line was, I heart museums. And no he, way. Yeah. And he replied back to me, and we, we chatted a little bit online. And then he said, um, it, I think it was, you know, two or three emails back and forth, and he said, uh, you know, I'd really like to call you, if you don't mind giving me your number, but I'm going on vacation for a week. And he said, I'll call you when I get back. And I'm like, here's my number. You know, I gave it to him, and I'm like, right. yeah, I'm never hearing from that guy again. <laughs> Why didn't you have, like, a positive about um, it? I'd had somebody do that to me before. Oh. Where they, they talked to me back and forth, and it sounded good, and he said, you know, I'm going on vacation, and when I get back, I'd love to call the you. The same the exact thing. Same exact thing. So I thought it was just a line. What the heck? Yeah. Hey, I'm going on vacation. So next time somebody says, I'm going on vacation. Yeah, you don't know if you'll ever hear from them again. You don't know. That is so crazy. Of all excuses. Like, how about, you know what? Like, let's both move on. Yeah, yeah. Of course, something horrible could have happened to the guy. I know, (laughs) I know. We shouldn't say that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, so I never heard from that one again. But Matt actually called me back. Like within a week later? the day he got back from vacation. You're kidding me. We talked on the phone for like three hours. I was like pacing in my office. It was the middle of the night. I'm like, I need to go to the bathroom. I need to get oh, off the phone, didn't... but I didn't want to stop talking to him. No, yeah. no. When it flows like that, yeah. it's something special when yeah. it flows. It was really nice. So we chatted and uh, we ended up going out. Um, and our first date went well, too. It was wonderful. Was it like, were you nervous to like show up at, what was it, a restaurant? Yeah, it was a restaurant. Okay. Um, I, I think at that point... I was just excited to meet him because we had already connected so well that I really wanted to see him in person and make sure that, you know, he did look like his profile picture. Right. He did. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> that happens too. <laughs> um, and, you know, just sit down and actually connect in person because that in-person energy is right. so different. Right. The I energy. Mean, you can kind of... Chemistry. You know, the yeah. eyes. Like, looking in somebody's eyes when they're talking to you. Right. You really see if they're really telling the truth yeah. or, you know... And paying attention. That's a nice one, too. paying attention. Yeah. He wasn't on his phone. No, he wasn't. <laughs> nice. I, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I actually 
I met him and two other men at about the same time online. And so I had like three dates in one well, week. Well, hello, girl. And <laughs> it was rare. That's the only time it's ever happened. But uh, I enjoyed my date with Matt. The other two guys... It didn't work. Yeah. Um, the one, he was actually just, like, sitting back in the booth, kind of looking around like he was trying to find someone in the restaurant. And I did not feel like he was paying attention he to wasn't me. Presence. He wasn't interested Present, at yeah. all. Yeah. I don't like that. No. So he did not get another date. I know. Matt did. <laughs> See? Matt, he was a good boy. He, he paid was. attention. He made eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the funny thing, um, I, I felt like, you know, he got my jokes. I make jokes all the time. Even, you know, even ones that no one thinks is funny. As long as I laugh, I That's think right. it's, it's I worked. laugh at myself. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. um, and he walked me to the car, just like a gentleman. And when we got there, I said, well, I guess this is where I uh, stuff you in my trunk and take you home. <laughs> Oh, well, that's another love story, but, um, it, you know, another weird joke. And he, he kind of laughed. I'm like, all right. He, he likes weird jokes. Isn't that good. nice? Yeah. So you just knew when you left there, did you know that like, yeah. this is a good one? Yeah, I felt like this This is going to be good. Yes. Yeah. And, it, you know, the anxiety and all that kind of stuff, it, it kind of melts away when it feels good like that. Right. I mean, that, that to me, I, I just feel that nervous energy yeah. when you walk in the room and you see the person for the first time because you do. The voice sometimes doesn't go with the face. Do, mm-hmm. do, it, like when I'm on the phone with, um, I don't know, telemarketer. I hate to say yeah. telemarketer. <laughs> but um, when I talk to them, I, I just picture what they mm-hmm. look like. You just have this like idea in your head. Right. So when you walked in that restaurant, you were like, wait a minute. <laughs> Is he cuter than his yeah. profile? No, everything matched up. I was very happy to see that. I love that. it. I love it. So what happened after that? Um, we dated for a while. Uh, he works in sports, so he yes. wanted to... <laughs> yeah, so uh, he, he wanted to see, you know, how we did over um, the different seasons <laughs> because he has a busy season at work and a not-as-busy season. Okay. So everything worked out great. Of course, we didn't have kids at the time, so things right. were less crazy. Having kids and... You're both in the Pittsburgh area? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, he. We were both transplants. Uh, he had moved here from Maryland, and I moved here from West Virginia. Okay, yeah. I like that word. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we uh, we wanted to see how we did over the crazy season of his work, and okay. since things worked out, um, we actually went on vacation together. And neither of us had been to Europe before, so what? you we, went to Europe together. Yeah, yeah, with a stranger. <laughs> I mean, how long did you know? Um, we we met in September, uh, right after his birthday. So we were both we had both just turned 30 and I think it was you know around February or March we started talking about oh, you know, maybe this fall bad. yeah we've been together for a few months yeah and we decided you know we should go on vacation maybe this fall when baseball season ends and his work schedule calmed down right. a little bit and we were looking and we're like we both want to go to Europe we'd never been before so we picked London oh um, my gosh yeah and like just traveling together yeah. and you know yeah you really get to see a different side of person yes. <laughs> of a person at that point but right. yeah the fact that we were able to navigate a new city together and you know make schedule a, a hotel and reservations right. for your airplane all that kind of stuff like the fact that we did that I was like okay this is going pretty well I like that yeah. I mean just leap right into it don't wait yeah that to me takes probably one of those things that yet yeah, eventually like with relationships it comes later mm-hmm. but for you to do that right at the beginning it kind of just all those unanswered questions yeah. that you're kind of like thinking about 
you got the answers to this. Yeah. Like, does he leave the toothpaste lid off? <laughs> well, I mean, I had been to his apartment at that point, okay. so it wasn't that, <laughs> it that wasn't level. That <laughs> yeah, we had been together about a year when we did go on vacation, okay. um, and it was a really nice trip. It turns out we both not only love museums, we love going to museums in other countries. <laughs> so wow, it that's, was great. that's your thing. It sounds very nerdy, but it was wonderful. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. To each their own. It yeah. sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. When you have the same interest with someone, that is the key. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many things out there to do. A lot of, you know, some people like to just sit at home and not do much. And then there's other people that like to, like, travel and do different things. And, hey, let's try this, try that. So I feel like you guys are the ones that will try new things. Yeah, to a point. To a point. Yeah. Right. So at what happened after London? Well, the last night that we were there... Um, we decided we were just going to go walk around the town a little bit uh, and just enjoy our last evening. It was raining. Yeah. Uh, so we were both kind of walking around under the umbrella, very London, if yes. that's, you know, that's what people picture. Yes. Um, and we went back to Trafalgar Square. We had been there at one point during the week when it wasn't raining. So we went there and kind of walked over to this fountain, and there were a bunch of kids splashing in it. It wasn't raining really hard, but the right. kids were splashing in it, and we just stopped. And he was kind of looking at the fountain, and then he starts talking about how he had really enjoyed our time in London. He had really enjoyed our relationship. And you kind of know where this is going. Yes. And I had been married before, so I kind of knew what what this sounded like. Okay. And, um, Wait, I don't, I don't know. I'm, like, <laughs> anticipating. So, um... So he's, you know, talking about our relationship and us and all these things that are very, you know, big, big picture sort of things. Big picture, okay. Okay. I'm like, well, I don't have any rings on, so (laughs) we're clear. Um, And then he stopped, and he's just standing there staring at the fountain, and I'm like, come on. I know. know, Are we doing anything? Okay, I guess we're staring at the fountain now. Right. And finally, I said, you know, we're going to get really splashed if we don't move, so we should probably move, because there were kids splashing. Right. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, let's, let's walk across the square. So we, we keep walking, and... And you're I, still wondering, like, what was he going to say? He didn't yeah. finish. He didn't finish. Yeah, I felt like there was something he was going to say. And I'm the type of person who will say the last thing you expect anybody to say just to get a laugh. <laughs> so we're walking, and I, I said... I didn't know that about you. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things to do. Why not? You know? And I finally, I was like, you know what's really funny? I felt like you were going to ask me to marry you back there. <laughs> You did not. I did, and because I mean, we had talked about getting married at that, oh, you know, by that point. And gosh. I'm like, I'm just gonna call him out and tell him how funny that conversation was. Did you was. steal his thunder? Yeah. Oh my! And he starts like, and Matt does not stutter. He is very like controlled, even, yes. calm. He stuttered. And he's like, I, I, I was not. <laughs> so then I'm like, oh, great. I pissed him off the last yeah, night. Now I look like an idiot. Yeah. I'm like, well, you know, I, I was just, you know, being silly because, you know, you were talking about all this stuff. And I right. said, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, great. Now, now he's mad and we're out here walking in the rain. And, and he... Um, I guess he pulled himself back together and, you know, realized what kind of a person I am. Yes. <laughs> this is what he's going to be dealing with. Right. And he said, well, you know, how about right here? And he just turned and got down on his knee right there. And then I started getting mad because I'm like, oh, he better not be messing with me. I know. Right. Because you're like, are we, is this joking? Is this a joke now? Right. Is yeah. this for real? And he um, reached into his pocket and he pulled a ring out. <gasps> 
he had been, I noticed he kept fiddling with his pocket and I thought maybe it was just So he irritating. had this plan the whole time. He was going to ask me back there at the fountain, but I, I guess because of the kids splashing, The kids splashing. Oh, that's not too romantic. Yeah. I can't believe it. Yeah. Because he got the ring you know, before you went to London. Yeah. So he already had this in his head that he was going to ask you. Yeah. He was probably so nervous, <laughs> you know, because I wonder how they feel of asking. Because it doesn't, like, why does it have to be one person? Why can't it just be like, let's get married. Mm-hmm. Let's get married. Yeah. You know? I think, I think people shouldn't ask unless they know the answer. Right. So there should definitely be a conversation beforehand. And we had had plenty of conversations about our future. So, so you knew. I knew. Yes. Yeah. So but it would have been exciting. And he waited to the last day. Yeah. He kept trying to find the right moment and yes. decided that was the right moment. He was like, well, I got to get this in. <laughs> yeah. He's like, we're getting on a plane. I got to Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it at the airport. And that is romantic to be in London and yeah. just walking around. And oh my gosh. He was probably like, Yes, I was going to ask you. That's probably why he was like, oh, yeah. you know, because yeah. he didn't know what to say because you were like, I thought you were going to ask me to marry. Yeah, I, I knew what was coming. <laughs> well, of course you said yes. I did. You said yes. So you came back to the States mm-hmm. and did you hurry up and start planning or did you give some time? Yeah, we started planning. Um, we got married less than a year later because we thought, oh, okay, it was the uh, beginning of October. You know, we have plenty of time. Let's do a June wedding and that... That goes quickly. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that same when you know you know. Yeah. And then now you are how many years? Uh, we've been married 11 years, almost 12. It'll be 12 this summer. Wow. Yeah. And you got some beauty kids. We do. And my oldest daughter is named London. <gasps> you never told me that. Oh, yeah. She is. I love that. I mean, you both were like, she's got to be named London. Yeah. What a great story. Oh, my gosh, Corey. I'm so excited. I mean, if you think about all the steps that you take to find that person Mm -hmm. and the things that you remember, I mean, think it's 11 years later, almost 12, you said, Mm -hmm. and you have two beautiful children. Two. I have two, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think you had... I, I'm like, shoot, three. <laughs> one, yeah, maybe I'll have that third one. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like three or four, but not just two. <laughs> and I mean, it's just... What a wonderful, wonderful way to meet somebody. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot... Would you recommend people to go online to find somebody? I haven't been on since I met Matt, but... At that time, I think it was a good option because it was difficult to meet anybody outside of work. Um, I mean, I I knew my coworkers and I did not want to date them. Um, (laughs) And, you know, if your friends don't have anybody that they know, it just, it makes it very hard to find somebody. That is true. It's not like you go to a singles bar, you know, and they end up getting together. Right. And it's nice because, you know, it's kind of like Amazon, like you can go on and pick out what different things you're looking for, you know, this category and this category and... That is true. You can be real picky, huh? You can. You can be incredibly picky down to like hair color and God, I forget what else was on there. You're kidding. Oh, yeah. Because there's eHarmonyMatch.com. Is it Match.com? Yeah. What's the other ones? Um, We met on Plenty of Fish uh, and I had been on eHarmony. I'd been on Match. I'd been on um, 
OkCupid. That's actually how my sister met her husband. No way. I like that name. That's cute. It's Valentine. It is. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that story because I... You know, you just want to find, you just hope everybody out there is finding love in some way or another. You know, it doesn't have to be with a significant other. It can be with a best friend or it can be with, you know, your family and friends. And Mm -hmm. as long as you can just find that in your heart to find love and be loved, you know, we all need that. Don't you think? I agree. We are going to actually do another episode with Corey because I really want to get into with her publishing and what she's been doing and a lot I feel a lot of people out there are read and me I may even write a book myself (laughs) that I think that we are going to do another podcast on that what do you think that would be great yes because I mean I want I want the listeners to realize that we all got a story we all have a story and if we want to talk about it write about it share it with people it might help us and help someone else out there that may have the same not exact story, but a similar one, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. It's very educational. Yeah. <laughs> Can I inspire you to reach for, you know, beyond the challenges. Yes. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being on Spill With Me, Jenny D. Sure. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me with Spill With Me, Jenny D. You can be anonymous, planning on having guest speakers, or anyone who wants to share their life experiences on the topic we covered that week. I'm going to post all that on my Facebook and website, so you will see what I'll be talking about that week. So give me a call. I can pre-record and put you on my, my episode that day. I stress this. I personally feel to heal yourself is to talk about it. And if we can help each other instead of keeping it bottled up and just release it, I think that it's going to help all of us. And let's have a lot of fun. I can't wait to hear from you guys. Oh, I'm so excited. This is still with me, Jenny D.